0: Space Station Zero? Ah, that's gonna be nothing after Space Station 13. Fortified niche.
1: Welcome to Space Station Zero. Where all of your hopes and dreams come true after that awful near-death experience flying through the space lanes
0: Hey hey, welcome to Fortified Niche A podcast about uh, miniature miniature war games. Uh, this is me, your host, JC Dent, and I am joined as always and I hope forever by my co-host, Kassa
1: Waves in podcast format
0: <laughs> He actually did wave <laughs> So, how are you doing, Mr. Mr. Kassa?
1: Well, I broke my 3D printer again, so that's that. Don't know how, don't know why, just, uh, just die fucking. Please send me four more brain cells so I know how to use a 3D printer successfully. That would be ideal. Um, or another free copy of a cool game like Space Station Zero, because that's what we got today, and I'm excited.
0: Yeah, well, today we're doing Space Station Zero by Snarling Badger Games. You might know these guys from Making Rain in Hell, the game to use with all of those chaos demons you have left over. Uh, but this this game potentially doesn't have any demons in it because it's set in a space and a station. And it's space zero. Famously free of Demons. Yeah, yeah. Unless you are, you know, doing a Event Horizon or something. Yeah. Uh, or Doom, yeah. Mars Mars is full of demons. Moon, ghosts. Mars, demons. Mm. Um, Question zero? A surprise! Aliens. All sorts of aliens and aliens. Yeah, so... The premise of the game is fairly basic. If you watched uh first season of Love, Death and Robots, you know, the good season, uh, there was that one... Uh, th- there was that one uh, episode about... A space station where all sorts of guys who misjump on their FTL drives end up. Only this station is a little less horrible in that uh, everyone who gets, who gets here, and not everyone who and who misjumps gets there, only those who don't get ripped apart into subatomic particles immediately. Uh, so yeah, it's now a space station where a lot of people have parked themselves into one non-hostile bay and this is where they, where, where they while away their hours because they don't know how to return. And sometimes they go deeper into the station to discover its secrets. And the station itself is old, uh, alarmingly big, uh, full of danger, uh, ancient technologies, and obviously it's changing around all the time. No two runs are the same. Ooh, you're gonna die in there. So, yeah, that's uh, Space Station Zero.
1: Yeah, it's, it's um, neat. Um, the, premise is, the premise is kind of fun. I the idea of, like, you're just a bunch of travelers traveling to a part of the world, one you know, part of the universe, or whatever, because everyone events fast at some point. And then your ship crashes, and rather than being turned into subatomic particles, something saves you. you know, here you are in a giant spaceship. Uh, space Station, sorry. That kind of maybe reminded me of that old anime, plane. that we got too far into, but, like, it was an infinite space station that was always changing. Um yeah, just sort of like work out how it worked and what you can do to sort of survive in it. Yeah, and this game is kind of like that. This is very free form. The art is art is incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, the art is beautiful.
1: Very few normally um looking people. Um everyone's basically no um sachet uh white guys, which is cool. Everyone's got something cool going something neat going on, arresting, um whether well, a robot, or a fish head,
0: or yeah, all of them are like humanoid aliens, so no weird blobby tentacles, but uh, it, it all the, the humanoid aliens like look prosthetic
1: good. Prosthetic makeup kind of um, aliens.
0: I think it's uh, I think it's more involved than most Star Trek, Star Trek alien designs because not all of these could be accomplished by like you know adding a forehead ridge.
1: Well, they're, all, they're all two legs, to arms. I head is more, more what I meant. Um not the the diversity though. Um, yeah, it's just. It works.
0: It's good and makes sense to the reality they're establishing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the the art is spectacular. You're gonna see a lot of cool, uh, spunky, I'd say, aliens. They're all in, you know, especially in the crew selection section. They all look like cool, tactical aliens. Yes, they're carrying a vector crest in a mysterious sure. space station in the future. Don't worry about it. It's a futuristic-looking gun, and if wow, you and didn't chainsaw recognize of some sort. Yeah, yeah, they all have uh, cool tactical grenades and stuff. So, for me, this game is miniature agnostic Blackstone Fortress because the main difference being that this isn't set in 4DK and uh, you you don't have a set roster of characters to choose from. Um, mm-hmm. You can just use any miniatures you have, uh, which is, I guess, which is the the cool the cool part of well, not the cool part of the game, but a, a, a good part of the premise, because while I have uh, while I have Blackstone Fortress and I have tried playing it solo a few times, getting all the all the miniatures painted in it is uh, a, a little tough. A little tough. It's
1: intimidating amount of people. have to put three colors of paint on.
0: Yeah, yeah, just, just
1: getting uh, resolves because, like, you just have a crew and the crew is whatever you want to look like as long as they're basically modeled relatively you know why that makes sense. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably already have miniatures if you ha- if you play Infinity. You have miniatures at least for the crew. You just need something for the griblies and stuff. But most of the griblies are like either mutants or robots. So robots could be your uh, drones from again Infinity. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the rest of them,
1: like... Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so the fluff period is kind of like, it's the future. Um, where the universe, or the part of the universe you're from, doesn't really matter. You know, probably not going to make it back there unless you find a way off, um, which seems really hard. Um, so you've kind of got a bunch of stranded spaceship crew members, small, all kinds of places, all kinds of worlds, all kinds of looks, designs, futures, pasts... Um, Everyone's there contemporaneously and speaking the same language as The Magic of Space Station 17. And it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's neat, it's something different.
0: Yeah, and going for the rules, there's all, there are also different things, because this game uses D12s, but only even numbers count.
1: <sighs> oh, almost like Pop Alley. <laughs> <laughs> the top game I can think of.
0: Well, that game utilizes uh, D12. This game uses nothing but D12. So yeah, only events count. And sometimes when they need to switch up the target number, so that's that's, uh, not only successes, uh, uh, sometimes the only certain events count so like yeah. the basic armor in this game makes it that you're only hit on 4 plus so any twos that the enemy rolls are discounted not counted they they just go away other than that it's you yeah it's usually as simple as that if it's a, if it's a set roll you have a number of successes you need to hit sometimes sometimes it's a cumulative number of successes for some checks because there's some rpg interaction elements in this game to and test
1: yeah first game. yeah you get enough successes to succeed overall um these are cold challenges it's very,
0: very yeah yeah and uh, uh if you roll two the d- two twelves then it's a crit which doubles your amount of total amount of success which is very powerful if you roll two once it uh, it's a critical fail, which is uh, obviously bad for you. Um, I don't think it's extra bad. I think it's just
1: you fail. There's no successes you just rolled. You've rolled essentially a zero rather than Like, aha, now you fall down and poop yourself.
0: And in combat or whenever a save is made, you... Uh, you receive damage that is that that's the difference between their uh, between the attacker successes and your defense successes of course if you don't nullify the attack at all
1: Yeah, it, it, it quite it's um the rules are simple you have your pool of dice which is set by your character sheet plus minus modifiers which could be like your weapons or the enemies special rules
0: there aren't too many modifiers in this game so you don't need to like keep flipping through the book uh, it all the time positive too
1: yeah like, mostly you're adding dice to the pool because, like, you've got a gun or a special scanner or you're really good at touching xenobiology.
0: So, yeah, because the characters have several stats, like combat, which is used to resolve both both shooting, stabbing people and not getting sh- shot stabbed uh, yourself. Your health points are also your uh, toughness, but, I mean, you're... Mm. But they don't, I mean, how do, it how do HP, I say really? like, no Yeah, end. but uh, even if your HP goes down, you still use the original score when it, can, it comes to rolling a test and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. What's what's left mechanically? Moves, Activations. How many inches
1: you can go. Um, get a reaction stat, which is trying to try like, to just see things, jumping out of but Agility,
0: that, this is your agility yeah. stat.
1: Uh, intelligence, which is everything else. Trying to fix some
0: things or open emergency doors or do medic trying
1: stuff. Trying to heal
0: someone, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, activation is probably the next little step. It's, it's super easy. Players, this is a purely cooperative game. Um, there yeah. are rules for skirmishes, but the game's designed to be you and your buddies fighting the world. Um, yeah. Home. Um, so you always, players always go first and then reactive parts of the board or the AI will go. Um, activation is easy. You pick a model, uh, it does an action and a free move and that action can be another move or a certain kind of challenge test, which is a challenge test. Um, and then if you want to activate someone else, you gotta roll a six plus. I'm are really trying to dress, ignoring sevens, nines, and elevens. You need and ten then, pluses for the third model, and then
0: twelve pluses for the fourth model, and thereafter. So you can retain initiative uh, a bit more freely than it was, say, in a game that's totally not comparable, Epic Armageddon. But yeah, but if you fail to retain initiative, then the enemy acts, and the enemy can retain initiative as well. There are AI rules written down in the game. They're generic for all circumstances. Personally, we found them to be a little flawed unless we misread them. I
1: think they were fine for what they were going for. The problem was that the enemies weren't written, we, that we encountered for right, a couple of, weren't written to engage with it in an interesting way. But the one combat combat guys we fought had a ranged weapon. So, because we were with this, so there's four steps to AI, basically, where it's like punch someone, if you've got a gun, you run away and shoot. If you don't have someone within an inch and you don't know what to are with them, you move towards the closest person and try and bite them. Otherwise, you try and move towards someone, and so you can see someone next turn to, to bite them or shoot them. Um, and our problem was the enemies could move 12 and have you range with them. So the first thing they would do is, well, I can't stab you. I'm going to run away 12 inches and then shoot you. And it's like, well, I guess you're going to run them down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, this was especially funny since those are th- those were like combat mutants set up to be like beefy, big, beefy, the terrifying uh, combat monsters. But since they had a spitting attack, they would always be like,
1: ah, I run away. Yeah, and then you get there like, oh, wait, these are actually horrifying combat monsters. <laughs> oh, no, I've made a 12-foot mistake.
0: Yeah, uh, but since we were playing with two crews, we had a lot more guns than they had HP or play- space to run. So, uh, yeah, that's how we overcome it. Strengthen numbers, boys. Uh, yeah,
1: um, we the game also explains we... it as a, the detour pool system of success numbers and target numbers. Where the success numbers are how many fishes you need, and target numbers are the number you need to beat. Or equal. Um, which is kind of a bummer sometimes when you have things that just like... Like in one of their games, which was basically all of my scientists with sidearms who would combat stat essentially a four because two plus two for the inside could be plus two for combat stat. and the enemy's combat was four, so it was just both of us sitting in cover, plink plinking away, being like, "Wow, this is exciting," but that's <laughs> like a mechanical thing. But you're trying to avoid city fighters in to fight them rather than just like plinking
0: away with garbage, like.
1: It never feels good to do that in any game. So it's
0: good. not the Not not like it's a unique issue, never seen in another game before. This is the right spot to talk about the uh, missions you run into the, in, into the game because uh, this game calls missions, co- combat encounters, challenges, mm-hmm. and it calls tests you mean and you need to make challenge tests,
1: mm, which
0: is uh, very confusing the first time you read it, it and also very confusing the third time you play it. So, no, no, not a great choice.
1: Yes, so you have something like, say, um, your sidearm, for example, gives plus two to combat challenge tests. But if you have um, a senior physician, oh, sorry, um, a scientist, at the start of a challenge, as long as scientists scientist is present the crew alive, they can pick a single armor and increase the value by two. What I thought that meant was during a challenge test, when they're being shot at, I can make the armor better by two. Like, no, start of the mission, you pick one person. That's not what
0: I and it's <laughs> ah! Don't do that. <laughs> it's it seems like a very easy thing to uh, to fix, and it makes the game uh, needlessly confusing and stuff. I know why they didn't name the missions because technically. Your whole uh, campaign run is a single mission, and you just you're just bumbling around the station, running, bumping into challenges, because all the missions are linked. You always start from the same one in the in a docking bay. The uh, opposition there is always randomized. Sometimes you might not even encounter actual. I'm
1: pretty sure once once you beat a challenge, that's it.
0: Yeah, but I mean that every campaign you start from the same spot. I think from the uh, from from the airlock every campaign
1: involves a new crew by the way
0: these missions are linked after a mission after you're completing a mission you get a choice to go forward you can also double back and maybe go a different route i don't know why you do that maybe if you don't like some some mission and you think "Ah, i want to go back and grind up more or something Anyways, what this is death or glory run you'll basically have no chance to uh, reinforce along the way you'll have no chance to return and rearm so this is the so this is unlike Blackstone Fortress where you're decreasing health totals and the uh, accumulating injuries are something that's uh, that is like saying to you hey maybe you sh- shouldn't finish it in one run maybe you should go back home and uh, you know cash in your rewards uh, heal your wounds and then go back in unless you re- re- uh, on the pain of maybe losing a character if you don't if you stick to your plan, but no, this game is entirely uh, there for glory runs. Feels weird and punishing even for a game that is out of the game. Uh, it's uh, is out of the game saying that it's deadly and punishing. We see that in the missions because to borrow a phrase from some 30k guys I talk to, air is Phosphax. Uh Many mission, many missions have environmental hazards and environmental hazards that could cover the entire board unless you fix them up and in some mission that's just extremely disincentivizes movement movement you just stand around shoot down the enemies and uh, and sometimes that's and sometimes when the mission goal is only to clear out the enemies and not to disable the environmental encounters that's the only thing you need to do so why would you move um, yeah. Well, so the opponents
1: start as far away as they can from you. If they have guns. That's what you have to
0: do. Yeah, but uh, there are no ranges in the game, so. Uh, so, yeah. so 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 yeah. It's, it's, there uh, are there are very w- limited ways to get new new um, crew members. It's, yes, not, but but
1: they're so limited and it might as well not be consideration. There's yeah. no accumulating gear in a way that's like you're used to for sort of things. with like yes, now I have a you know an anti-toxin because you know ignores all poisons. Like now you have like one antitoxin on one yeah person. one dose
0: of antitoxin or something like on one, on a, one very fragile person who can be shut down in a hit or two and i don't know how fun it is to keep running this gauntlet even if the challenges and missions change a bit and you can go different routes it's just like hey you know this is deadly and the further levers are deadly in predictable ways because i think only the real air the airlock level absolutely generates the uh ang- the encounters and stuff the others have a more set nature to them so once you go into the repair bay you'll go into the same repair bay as you did every other time except for uh, distributing terrain on the board because terrain is terrain is random rolls on quarters and with the given footprints of the terrain it kind of gets silly because it can get really built up Yeah, the
1: board is 22 by 30 inches what the fuck size is that I have never encountered that in any other game. What this is? Bo- no, this is no one's table. No one's coffee table fits this game. I'm,
0: I'm going to say that this is either uh, kill teams or war cries uh, board <laughs> sites and I'm not going to check. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Probably, yeah, so yeah, there 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 are there there is some weirdness in the game. I guess maybe the, the terrain placement or is meant to discourage standing and shooting, but. You know, the environmental hazards also dis- discourage walking and shooting. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a
1: lot on the board that will just flat-out murder you if you try to move anywhere, and a lot more on the board that actively disincentivizes you from, like, in any way, or even activating it all. Like, there's one mission where after your first activation, you make a reaction test for the um, Resident Evil-style hallway of lasers that comes at you. And once you've failed that roll... Everyone on the board now makes the save versus that,
0: which isn't great. I think you don't even need to fail that role. Uh, th- yeah, that role is just for that first character. And then everyone is hit by the fall. Fo- everyone might be hit by the falling ceiling that the lasers cut up. And then everybody who activates has to dodge lasers. Uh, you can go fix a panel, which is on the other side of the enemies. So- Defeating whom is your mission goal So why would you go there If you can just shoot the enemies out of the way Or there's another panel to your back But it requires two cumulative uh, Like you know te- Two cumulative tests to do and you, st- and you still need to get there Without getting killed Which Casas Engineer did not manage
1: <laughs> yeah, He walked forward Got cut in half by laser. like Well
0: spare the time Yeah and I guess this is a good time as any To talk about army building because uh, it's one of the bigger strengths of the game, and it also is one of the larger weaknesses. Uh, uh, be- before this game, Casa told me to like, look, let's, don't make the max body gang in this game, okay? Mm. Because I usually, I usually somehow end up making gangs and armies for these games who have a lot of lots of dudes. I don't know why. If anybody asked me on the street, I'd say I prefer elite small unit armies, like, you know, how the ideal Space Marine Army would be, but... We know you're a
1: liar, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, In this game, uh, when you start creating a crew, first you pick the crew size, which is either 8 miniatures, uh, 6 miniatures, or 4 miniatures. And they get correspondingly uh, low or high stats because, like... Uh, an eight uh, crew gang is meant to represent a bunch of stupid space goblins or something Uh, and a six-person gang is your regular Terran USMC soldiers and you know the four-man gang is space marines essentially what I'm saying everything aside if you have a goblin gang every one of those environmental hazard tests is going to be potentially deadly because those guys only have three health a pop and there's stats that they're rolling to avoid those tests florist phosphax air is phosphax and that's how the engineer gets cut down before he reaches the panel in one move
1: yeah so it's, it's also six guys plus your commander we're pretty sure so that eight person crew is actually a nine person crew um, which is if it's not a lot of models to wrangle but if you've got nine and i've got nine that's oh, a just. I would honestly recommend playing. Just pick your five favorite minis and just like.
0: Yeah, it's just Yeah, just go with the. Uh, I'd say would go with the four-man gang. And yes, uh, the, the captain, commander of the crew, is in addition to that gang size. So your four crew is like your four crew and the captain, who is your most customizable person because you can uh, you can distribute like free stat advances to them. But yeah, uh, like Space Marines and stuff will be more well, more survivable in any of these scenarios because they'll be able just to just shrug off all those reaction yeah, tests. Yeah, just eat,
1: eat a failure for a roll. Um, like yeah. between three life and six life was at least one failed. Um, most of the early ones, most of the early missions have um, damage like poison gas, we have to laser wall, or just turrets. Well, if, they, if you fail your save, which is not unlikely, you'll probably take between one and three damage. And if you take three damage and you've got three health, and you're dead. That's it, you're out of the game. Sorry, you make a save at the end of it?
0: But yeah, might as well not even take a medic because uh, A, uh, there will be nobody to save. B, the medic will die on the way to save someone. Mm-hmm. The ship types
1: are really fun. I quite like the ship types themselves, though. If you, crew, you pick a ship types, so you have like a medical ship, a warship, a science ship, a pirate ship. What Casa hasn't ship.
0: said that this is the uh, second uh, se- second step of making your crew, I guess. Though maybe the captain is second because first you choose the crew size, then you choose the ship type, and it can be stuff like he mentioned already, like warships. Science ship. Exploration ship, which I assume are more meant to be rogue traders because they can take more uh, advanced specialists than others.
1: You can only take one advanced specialist for making a game, you, know, you can't, if you've got the choice between a couple, you get to pick
0: one. Because like say, a warship says like, oh, at least half of your crew has to be soldiers and then one of those soldiers can be a veteran soldier. So, and they don't get any of like, say, senior medical officers or senior engineers. They just get that veteran soldier.
1: And honestly it's a great way to start role playing and um playtesting with torch ship characters, I believe. That should be an interesting <laughs> way to do that. Exploration ships. I don't know any other science fiction series is about exploring, but um that one seems like it can be
0: pretty uh, interesting is that you also have cargo ships, so you can like, you know, uh, pretend that you're space dock workers like space uh, Jimmy Hoffa and that's how that's <laughs> now, that's how we know what happened to him. He's on space station zero.
1: Yeah, and all these all these ship types give your commander a special ability um yeah like the warship commander gets added um bump up one of the dice rolls so an 11 becomes a 12 and 9 becomes a 10 um yeah that can result a critical or remove a barrier um maybe spot on the combat and then the commanders get i think more gear for themselves and then all of your doodos all your um other dorks get three gear between them which isn't a lot
0: yeah imagine getting free gear which involves uh, armor and packs for a eight person crew or something like yeah. it, it's 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 not bad if you're taking like say uh, four four space marines and stuff you might as well even skip giving armor to them because you choose one because in addition to ship you also choose one uh, crew quirk which could be say everyone having power armor which just means that you start armor six so anyone who shoots you Needs to roll at least sixes to harm you, or like you know there are the or what what I gave Casas uh, shit goblins was the hive mind, which allows you to say use the captain's stats or whoever else's stats, however far you are, which is supposed to alleviate the problem of uh, your engineer once dying. Per on the of once, once per, per turn, once
1: per turn, you can use your boss's intelligence stat. What I like was the Yerks one, the parasites. Yeah. If you're next to someone. And your crew member dies, you can try and take over the other life form that's next to you, and it's very funny. I think it's a like. only
0: seen c- c- no biological, so you only get to t- t- take over mutants and stuff. And I don't know if that would work on robots, but yes, that 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 is a that is a very fun crew modifier because, like, hey, this is like I don't know, this is like a you net. You. Do it, yeah. maybe see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I'll walk and stab you. No, we don't. The, the <laughs> I mean, chemically enhanced one's you
1: fun. Do. you just, like, to double one of your dice rolls, and then take half that much damage, like, oh, I, I, I need to murder you, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw eight dice at you and take four damage. Oh, no, four damage.
0: So, you want to do... So, if you want to do Kemlar, uh, Sevlar Chem Dogs, that's, that, that's your role and stuff. Really? So So, ra- ra- rolling up crews and creating a new roster is fairly easy, because you don't have that many choices. There's very little granularity so I'd say this game in that that regard and considering the deadliness of it all is closer to what people imagine od OD and to be like or something where character creation is uh, fast and short and you're expected to die. So, yeah, this is like, you know, I didn't spend too much time creating this crew. I could almost random roll it.
1: Yeah, and equipment's neat. It's very open for you to explain how it works. Like everyone in the game gets a sidearm or a melee weapon. Um, and that's just straight up like plus two to the combat challenge test. And also has a weapon tag, has a tags weapon and ranged. So you can use close range weapons to protect yourself from close combat. And you can use ranged weapons to make ranged attacks. Um, which is what we talked about in this other podcast. Like, we love the tag system. Um, the advanced weaponry. There's four kinds of advanced weapons. There's an energy melee weapon, an energy missile weapon, heavy kinetic missile weapon, and a heavy melee weapon. So we've got like energy close, energy range, range kinetic, and close kinetic. Which ties up ties into um, enemy defenses, and it's really easy to do that. You have to pour through like, oh, here's the um, M two fifty caliber, and here's the uh, M three thirty caliber, and here's the M two four oh nine. What's the difference? What's who, who gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh. It's one of the strengths and the weaknesses of the game, because like you get uh, sometimes some some weapons or some defenses or some attacks are keyed to whether it's kinetic or energy. And I think there is uh, not enough instances in the game for this to matter or not enough instances that it would be balanced of energy versus kinetic. Like, for example, one of the pieces of armor you can get is Ablative Shielding, which gives you, like, plus eight, or I, I don't remember, some sort of uh, ridiculous amount of defense against the ranged kinetic weapons. Uh, too bad most of them ain't. But, like, that's that's still
1: interesting, because you can be like, okay, um, I've gone heavy into this this view, but, like, oh, I've encountered the counter to it. And the camera is one of two things,
0: sir. So. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like uh, if you don't encounter enemies with kinetic, that armor is just bunk. Yeah, but if you choose an armor jacket, that's like the bumps up your defense to four. So every, anyone who... At, anyone, literally anyone who, who attacks you with anything needs to roll at least a four. And yeah, we had a long discussion about it, how a game like this could definitely Crab Steel uh, be influenced by pulp alley's tech system. I, I
1: think this is... I honestly think the equipment list is, like, perfect length for what the game wants to be, though. Like, I will agree that, like, there could be, like, an energy armor that does some of versus energy weapons, because eventually you'll encounter the game skews one of two ways, and the answer may surprise you. But, like, yeah, I, I think that more games should just honestly accept that gun porn is great when you're being paid by the word and page count, but if you're selling your own little, like... Um, Ashcan magazine, not Ashcan. This game has a way better production values than Ashcan. But if if you're if you're paying by the page to print it, then having ten pages of machine guns isn't going to get you any further or closer to uh, the price you can afford to pay. And it keeps the game flowing really quickly and really fast because it gives you chances to customize stuff and make something. There's a chem protection suit that reduces all damage suffered from chemical challenges, challenges by two. What does that look like? Whatever you wanted to, baby. It could be a naughty suit. It could be a special pair of pants. It's you know completely up yeah. to you and your interpretations.
0: And your managers, yeah. I, I I thought the I, I found the equipment that exists kind of overwhelming and how limited they are and how little effect it does. For example, for my. Okay so the warship gets to choose from the advanced weapon list which is those energy weapon stuff uh, Casa mentioned before and that's say uh, getting a gun that gives you plus plus 3 to your combat rolls while the regular sidearm which everyone gets gives you plus 2. But like the advanced weapon has an an additional dice to roll and also the energy tag or kinetic tag. Uh, another early thing that we noticed and it wasn't the only us who noticed it is that there's really no reason to take the melee weapon in a uh, melee weapon instead of the Siam Darm because they're identical in stats, except that the firearm can reach out and touch someone while the melee weapon requires you to, you know, uh, ignore that the floor is lava. (laughs) And it's even explained in the FAQ that it's only meant there for specializing later in the game or something, which could potentially be hard since you don't really go back and resupply.
1: (laughs) Yeah, as, as far as we understand, heading back to base isn't done. You find new gear in the wild, but you can't go back and be like, hey, cool, we found, like, 40 xenobiological script. Can you trade that for us? And we can have, like, one of their guys cloned or a new crew member come off the ship or yeah. a new gun, a new sh- fancy shiny shield. It's like, no, there's none of that. What you find out there, is you keep what you kill, essentially.
0: Um, and nothing you else. You can't
1: kill in the um, dockyard, because that will go really bad real fast. the
0: past. Yeah, uh, you can't really... N- Uh, drag back the carcass of an old robot and say like how much script do i get for this no
1: that's fine like um yeah like not having an armory to buy from is an interesting design choice that i don't think is like perfect that's not a choice for everything everything. yeah like what they've done is it's okay it's it's simple and it's it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine.
0: fine No, no, no. I, I still have to mention that this uh, death or glory approach to dungeon delving is doubly weird. Since, like I mentioned before, mm. you can you can retrace your steps during the challenges, and one and as you retrace those steps, you don't encounter new enemies unless the challenge specifically says so that they repopulate and stuff. So why can't I return to the airlock and just go back out into the station or something like it's, it's yeah or like
1: re-arm, re-equip? I'm like, we walked up to the doorway. I heard robots. I went back and got my energy gun rather than my kinetic gun. And I, if you were, if I was playing this properly, like, yeah, it makes sense to me. You get access to it. Mm-hmm, I don't mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that. That's that. But like we said. The base uh, army building stuff is 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 good. It's like it only has like three moving components, and those three three moving components are kind of fun. the The map only needs to be adjusted to to I guess make the larger crews more viable because they're liable to die even without uh, getting into combat.
1: Yeah, and if you lose one or two of them, it's it's an immediate reduction in like your complete effectiveness, and that can yeah. like the guys you put your gear on. Which is obviously that's that's the thing. We probably recommend starting with a four-person crew as a commander because there's much more resiliency in there, and they're just better. Like we had the problem of my eight-man crew; my scientists were all dumber than dense um, soldiers. Meatheads. I had a, it's like what? Yeah,
0: I had a six-crew of soldiers, and they were, I think, as competent in science, uh, if not more. Uh, it felt great. Guy. It felt so good. Uh, and while uh, while also being uh, better at fighting, they were very, very, very good at fighting. Yeah. so yeah that's that, that's the whole thing uh, it could
1: almost be seen as um, a different level for the game like you six to eight great is the hard mode medium mode yeah. Not yeah easy mode but like yeah normal hard stupid and then when you guys fall down because they run out of health you have your fun little injuries and death table yeah the,
0: the, the, the post game uh, is very short because you check if your guys died or survived and then survivors mm-hmm. gain xp and if they get enough xp they get to increase their stats or something
1: yeah um, it's a 2d12 and that's system, it. which is yeah. interesting, because you can't roll the 1 on 2d12, but I guess there's modifiers to the dice roll?
0: Yeah, I think that there could be modifiers to the dice roll, especially if you have specialist-specialist crew.
1: Because you can't roll the 1 on 2 dice. It's, well, maybe you can. <laughs> I, done it. I don't think it's possible for me to roll that, that roll on 2 dice, but no, it's fine. Um, and some of the options are like, you get it back up, but she reduces all your stats by 1, so you just shoot that person back in the head, because... Um, stat two across the stat one across the board is not going to help you at all. Um, experience is also a thing; you earn enough experience, you can level up. Um, you won't. No one will survive that long. It's like five XP to level up or something. Surviving gets you XP. Uh, earning things in the mission, in the challenge, can earn you XP as well. The commander gets a bonus one. Again, you find knowledge shards to get XP as well. Like you need seven for the commander or five for a thumb?
0: And like we mentioned, this game has, it has permadeath. So you can roll that your character died or died even harder. Their their equipment may or may not be retrievable, forge your own narrative. But well, another thing this game features is permadeath inside the challenges and missions like one of my guys got uh, just sucked up into a black hole and died immediately removed from the campaign so which was funny in that but like if you're running this game it's a bit hard I understand my. I understand the impulse to have that in game because, like in Necromunda, your guy can get thrown into like a meat grinder or shot by a plasma cannon, and then you roll the dice post game, and you're like, "Hey, he's okay," and the other guy who stubbed his toe exploded into meat gibbles, and like, ah know, yes, he's the, super um, dead.
1: Dark Heresy, come critical the truck again, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know. Uh, uh, but I don't. Th- I don't know if I re- if I really uh, if I really like permadeath inside the, the missions.
1: I um, mean, it was it was pretty the first mission where you could like fall under the floor and be fine.
0: It's yeah, like
1: you're trapped in the trapped in the governs under the floor. Someone will dig to
0: give out. There's no harm to you anymore. You just out of the combat. Yeah, and you're That's also funny. out of the phosphates. And uh, uh, I think we. I don't remember exactly if the uh, Psalm game. been Psalm. Yeah, forbidden psalm. The forbidden psalm had, insta, 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 insta death inside the uh, missions. Yeah, I remember you get
1: a free guy at the end, so who cares?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, on the other hand, it, one of the missions had insta end of the world in, in it, so like yeah, know. that's true. That's funny. But, 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 but that's funny. That's funny.
1: Yeah, so like forbidden psalm, as you mentioned, has um, guys die. You get a free one because you need to have five dudes at all times, or else you can't help the mad wizard. And this game, I don't know. I think it would it, benefit from that, Yeah. but also I understand that the game, in many sidebars, mentions it's designed to be hard, and you probably yeah. won't complete it on your first time.
0: Yeah, so there, there, there is a certain kind of uh, how would you call it concern whether uh, whether uh, whether this game just isn't for us. Yeah, whether the rather mm. than just yeah. being uh, being uh, how do you call it flawed in the rule sense. But, yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: it's, yeah. It's the kind of problem of, like, as, as I was calling on Twitter, like, I'm not a huge fan of fluffy games. Like, I like a real set that's tight and consistent. Like, even even Carnival is very, like, narrative and goofy, but it's it's got enough sort yeah. of crufts uh, to it that you can play it as, like, I'm going to play this hard against you, and that's fine. This is, I don't know, it's a, it's a co-op game that sets itself up as a challenge to complete. My problem with co op games is if I'm playing with you and it's just the AI, what if we uh? what if that was a crit instead of a crit fail and we got through this okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't
1: spend an hour flow grinding this death march to realize we were never going to succeed. This was doomed from the start because of the choices you made bringing Kinetic and me, also bringing Kinetic. And not the X kind of scanner we need for this mission. Or
0: so, or or me bringing any sort of advanced melee weapon instead of just think bringing more advanced uh, ranged weapons.
1: Yeah, like and that's you know that's the problem that I have with games of like well, it's no game, fuck you. Like I've only got a couple hours a week to play games. If you're gonna tell me no, you're gonna have to like really work for like no man, fuck that.
0: That's not like Banners of Ruin or Slay the Spire where playing goes fast. You don't have to think about anything. Yeah. You can collect physical miniatures and stuff. So, yeah. Speaking of... And I guess this could be a good p- part to transition into into talking about the miniatures you could use for this game, which uh, mm-hmm. I'll take as another sign to let Casa do his 10D rant.
1: Oh, uh, um... It's not really a rant, um... You brought up not wanting I'm to I'm hyping a you for. up. You, you brought up. So, honestly, my thought is, if you're doing a cool science fiction, fantasy, whatever, game, please stop trying to sell me miniatures. I've have enough miniatures. I don't need another four pounds of plastic or resin or plastic resin, biocast, cyocast, whatever. Sten God easy forbid cool and metal. Oh, metal, God forbid. Um, Standees are cool and good. You can have a couple plastic heroes. That's fine. You can have, like, a big bad enemy in plastic. That's also cool. But standees are dope and underrated. Like, if you could just, oh, just cardboard terrain for things. Like, we keep talking about Blood, sorry, Black Powder, Red Earth, just having, like, the little um, blueprint-style buildings. Yeah. Just slap them down for zones and stuff. Like, I understand that people like painting stuff, and I empower you to paint as many things as you enjoy painting. But at a certain point, with art this cool. I want to buy a standee army for it. I want to have, like, a bunch of guys I can recolor um, and print out on um, some nice, um, thick cardboard and have a good time with that. I've never seen anyone make minis look as dope as these. Yeah, no one's yeah. doing that. It's just straight up, I can't buy minisias that look this cool. And it's not, like, a compli- it's not, it is a complaint, but it's not a complaint that they're like, learn a new skill set, fuckers. It's more like, I want to give you money that will let For me have cool stuff. full-color versions of all these guys.
0: Yeah, in like twenty-eight
1: yeah. millimeter scale, and it would, yeah. and you'd have monsters, unique monsters. You have to like six the same guy. You have to paint them. Oh, the dream! Uh, I've been spoiled by Warhammer Fantasy RPG Third Edition, which had a big box full of standees of a thousand different kinds of things, and it was dope. And I'm so tired, of <laughs> having to store plastic miniatures. Just, just, I've had enough.
0: Wait, 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 wait! You mean the fancy FFG Warhammer Fantasy RPG that had weird dice? Also had standees. Yes. Ah shit! Now I have to go on eBay. It but was a whole whole ass board game version of an RPG. It was.
1: I spent a lot of money on that game. Uh, I'm like gonna three tr-
0: times. I'm gonna cry now, uh, but yeah, uh, we can't underline enough how great the uh, character art in this game. And like also weirdly, the game
1: has um, miniature set, miniature art, photographed by Adam Loper and painted by Adam Loper and Vincent adventure a lot. Usually painted by Scott Says at artistempire.com. And they look really cool, I think. The, the photos are in black and white of murky robots in the dark. Something is going on that's interesting. I, I want yeah. you to know more.
0: Well, um, I, I, th- I, I, I wrote a developer and they said that the choice for uh, uncolored art is uh, to make the book cheaper, which is fine, respectable. Of and course, stuff. I, I respect but, that. But
1: that's fine. I want more books that cost more and cost less to make, and yes. pay artists and writers.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, we want better rules in shittier books. Shittier looking books, but don't skip out on editing and uh, formatting and please lay out yeah. everything in a sensible manner, which is what this well, game well, it is. I great. Think it,
1: this game is great. Uh, yeah, I think this game text. is laid
0: out in a, in a sensible manner. But like one thing I can't deny is how cool the character art is and how amazing they would all look in standees if you've ever read K- six billion de- kill six billion demons or played yeah. that that one game about being a refugee a- robot no. copy in a in a, like you know poor falling apart space station I, I i forget everyone played this recently
1: quick editor's note here the game that jc is thinking of is called citizen sleeper go check it out
0: uh the art is re- the art is kind of reminiscent of those styles it's a uh, it uh, looks good.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know what you mean. Um, yeah, because you pr- you're a prisoner on like a big prison ship, being unfrozen, being frozen, going to explore derelict spaceships. No, that's and a I'm
0: different th- game, I think.
1: Um, yeah, this came out a couple of years ago. It was called something cool. Dumb? I think it was called something. Dumb. Second editor's note: This game was called Void Bastards, and it rules. Yeah, okay. the art has a kind of vibe of like um. Like, deep sky derelicts and stuff. Was messy, fucked-up future Lancer-style. Yeah. Um, it's a good aesthetic. I like the aesthetic a lot. Um, in no way are we saying that, like... Yeah, that's bad. That's great. The graphic
0: design of this game is so strong. If if you get this book, uh, to look at this book at least once, just get to the the part where you get to choose the ship because it's full of, like, uh, wonderful alien art. And even if some people complain that we don't get uh, enough weird aliens, these guys are cool. As as far as excuses to buy miniatures, well, we already uh, mentioned you can buy anything, though I wouldn't buy the... uh, I don't know Stargrave alien sets because they all look like they were designed and painted in the 90s and common metal. Once again,
1: I'm going to say you should buy the Wargames Games Atlantic um, Raptor Squad, Wizard Man Squad, and give them all space guns.
0: Yeah, Which yeah, yeah.
1: Nothing else would look cooler than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> space lizards with AKs, literally. Yeah, yeah that, that's you great, connect, that's motherfucker. Great yeah if you have if you have some over some uh, cool, other cool miniatures from derelict and dead space games like I don't know uh, at 43 or something this will work. you only need some some mutants which can be of any shape and any shape or something for uh, the enemies and some robots mostly uh, you'll you may run into difficulties with some of the bigger environmental enemies, but hey LOL, what can you do? This game doesn't really have uh, allowances for like, not, not allowances, but like doesn't really have verticality to it. So you can play it on your cardboard uh, kill team, not kill team, necromunda maps and stuff, use uh, stuff like that. Uh-huh.
1: I, I understand that that's um, a design consideration based around the reality of how we play games, now. know. Um, three-dimensional two-dimensional spaces but it's so. this is pretty more of a compliment sandwich complaint i'll
0: save it for that never mind go on okay (laughs) so yeah uh, miniatures miniatures miniatures
1: uh 3D print models makes them more explore stuff build some putty guys i don't know man go nuts
0: uh i'm going i'm going to do a thing that's uh, unusual for me and recommend the metal miniatures from die hard miniatures because they have some really cool uh, dudes for retroist adventures in space uh, i keep i keep wanting i keep wanting for the guy to collaborate with wargames atlantic or something to make his e-corp slash space colonists uh, into like multi-part plastic miniatures because i love those guys so they... side
1: have some cool sides by guys
0: yeah yeah uh and again we are up to our next in, in stls these days so you know you know what to do get the printer that doesn't break down like fdms do
1: this is the rest of one man it's so <laughs> oh jesus christ
0: so uh I- i'm moving away from our 3d printer woes and into the complement sandwich you want to fire one off as a compliment or should I leave?
1: It's it's the art, baby. The art is so good. The cover alone basically sold me on this game. So it's like, have you had a Space Station Zero? No,
0: what's that? <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah, the cover is uh, beautiful. And the inside, right? even if it's in black and white, is beautiful as well. Uh, total agreement here. Uh, and you know, if the game was bigger and stuff, hey, eh, maybe some of these would become iconic designs.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, uh, as for my compliment, I'm going to go with the uh crew creation, it's streamlined, you can still get yep. fun results from it, and uh, it goes r- by real fast. I still used Battle Scribe for it because I'm that kind of person. Uh, yeah, so but yeah, it's, I it's think a shoot
1: of papercam kind of game.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's it's very easy to make it, to, to make your crew. You don't have to think too much. It's kind of like, sorta like it was in uh, Zone Alpha, I'd say, when choosing yeah. a faction, because it was also like you just layer it on top of your existing gang and stuff. It just gives you some sort of benefit. So yeah, that's that that's all uh, cool. That's all fine. Shame uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, shame Necromunda couldn't stay that easy. Yeah, uh, I'll I
1: agree with the crew, crew building stuff. It's um, it's simple. I like the edges. You can add more edges in a way that makes it um, a lot more diverse in a simple way. Um, kind of like Pop yeah. Alley's sort of um, bruster sort of changes, but much much simpler. And I think, I think there's a lot to be taken from how streamlined the crew building experience is. Yeah, yeah, you're really looking hard at.
0: Yeah, other games should definitely consider this, especially if they don't have like s- set factions or set rules, or even if they do have set factions. Yeah, just like what's make those set factions a- layer easily on top of it.
1: Yeah, like the um to go back to our last game. This is not a test. Like the caravaneers versus the policemen. Mo- most of their options were the same. Like they weren't super different. The not still had like a cool quirk, which could just be an edge. Like there's yeah, um, it couldn't
0: be an edge. Uh, like in that game, you'd usually have uh, uh, a basic soldier that's good at shooting and a basic soldier that's good at stabbing and then maybe a dog. Uh, so you mm. could you could definitely have these as categories of like, you know, shooty guy, stabby guy and critter and then your uh, starship uh, slash faction choice would just uh, affect that. So yeah. yeah, this is fast and effective army building. Uh, love to see it.
1: Well, I know we mentioned before that it was an infinite space station of zerowness other anime um, favorite blame, but it's honestly not. It's a bunch of corridors layered next to each other and endlessly. The, the game implies that you're exploring other places, but there's no real representation of that. The boards yeah, are all uh, super flat.
0: All Blackstone For- like. Blackstone Fortress has those uh, text challenges, which are usually, I think, one uh, extended uh, t- check. That that get that get interspersed between the actual combat sections and this game doesn't. Everything either happens in combat or it don't.
1: It happens at the end of it. Um you can take yeah. things that make it more But Like yeah, my problem is there's I understand how hard it is to do three dimensional stuff and like Carnival is the only game that has climbing and jumping rules that are worth a damn. Yeah. But this game has you you could do that simplicity in this and they seem really shy of it. Like you've got collapsing floors and roofs and, like, poison gases and live conduits, but it's so... There's no... So all these options to make the space interesting and dynamic, and then it's still, like, line up. face the opponent. March inexorably in a two-dimensional line. And that's fine! If it was just dandies and, like, map for the zones, or the old, like, dungeon-crawly, like, um... gloomhaven style terrain building, that would be fine. That's okay. But it wants you to use 3D terrain and stuff. So like, but why? Why bother? Yeah. <laughs> Get out your chalkboard and just draw it out because that's what the spaces are for anyway. So
0: for anything, it'd be easier. I guess the more pertinent issue that it's, uh, it's the combination of environmental troubles with like the kind of people you have really disincentivized you know working actively or doing something because working actively or doing something is actively putting yourself in danger and sometimes the best choice uh, like casa said was to march and shoot or even better not march and then shoot it's like XCOM without overwatch yeah
1: Yeah. basically just like you want to slice that pie as hard as you can so the opponents can't shoot you but you can shoot them
0: yeah Um, considering that you're uh Uh, deployment zones are fairly big usually you can just pre-slice your pie in the deployment uh, and then never move and if you need to move have one extra tough specialist that can teleport uh, directly to the line-of-sight placed panel and immediately boop some buttons
1: yeah like there's rules for falling and stuff but they seem so secondary like you can climb but climbing is half your movement and most people between four and six you're not gonna climb very high very fast and if you don't finish on top you fall
0: i i myself don't mind the lack of verticality i've only used verticality in any real meaningful sense in my last game of infinity which is like what i'm like six years into this game and i get scared every time i'm every time I, I my character has to consider climbing somewhere or doing something so, so so you know i don't mind that that much but it could use it could use more 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 i think
1: more consideration of the, you've got an infinite space station as a space yeah. how do you want to represent that beyond environmental hazards
0: um, yeah yeah
1: i I'd, I'd just like to see it as a this is a thought that's mentioned. Like I don't, I don't know how you do it, really. And there are, but there are maps with like infinite chasms and things if you fall down, you're just gone, and like that, you know, something like that. I don't know. Like, if your crew falls through the floor, where are they falling to? Like, what's below you? What's above you? What's coming down? Like, I don't know.
0: And uh, all, you know, they some sort of encounters, but, but hopefully positive ones that. That are just like cumulative tests, or or give you options that exist between the combat encounters, which are called challenges, which are different from challenge tests. Oh my god!
1: My secret second hate is calling challenges and challenge tests the different things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, now on to the second thing you find cool about this game.
1: What was your bad thing?
0: Well, my my bad my my bad thing was like that. That's deadly and uh, p- punishing for certain combinations of, like, characters and player, okay. Like the Gobble Crew.
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, my other favorite thing about this game is it's essentially a choose-your-own-adventure, but it's co-op. And there's a bunch of, like, fluff in the back of the book where you might encounter, like, a story beat or something. We're not going to spoil any of it because they're all nice and fun. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the challenges have stuff. Um, to come up with some... You have secondary agendas that your crew can pick as like a second once you've gone through more and once, um, less than months. Um lessons encouraged to do encourage that because it's kind of confusing and distracting to have a rookie crew trying to do this other thing as well. Um, and they bring up fun things. The writing's solid. Like the writing for the most part, Fluff Wise is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I just like this is choose your own adventure, but also there's like goofy storybook things. storybook things, yeah. I don't know, it's neat
0: uh personally the thing i also like is that you, is that while well, it's a bit unclear uh, in the reading that your captain is the uh, an, an addition to the your initial roster of like numbered dudes um i actually uh i actually like it that you can customize your captain a little bit i wish you could customize him a little more but Generally, it's nice. It's nice that he gets a special ability above, and uh, that's uh, tied to the type of ship you're running. Uh, I think that is uh, nice to have. Yeah.
1: I realised that the, um, the what you need to play says that each crew is between five and nine miniatures, which is another giveaway that in it's own model. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun to make your um, commander. He gets a bunch of stat upgrades straight away, and take his own special gear so you can sort of skew him one way or another. Well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fine. It's, you know, make you little dude on the board. Sergeant, not a dickhead, runs forward, <laughs> and leads the space Marines into battle gloriously. Yep. And yep. They all fall into a bottomless pit. And <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no, a black hole. <laughs> so, Mr. Casa, would you play space station zero?
1: I probably, I'd probably give it a go. Um, like I said, if I played it and things were badly, I just wouldn't write that
0: down. Yeah, uh, if Casa uh, came up to me with uh, beautiful standees based on <laughs> the <damn> art <laughs> and in the art in the book, uh, I'd say like, sure, I, I'll play it with my good buddy and his good standees. Uh, otherwise, probably, probably not, unless the guys come up with. Uh, Uh, second edition or something. Yeah, I Uh, I
1: think this game has really cool bones. I think you to build something a a lot more interesting for me. Um, I'd love to know why they just used pools of D12s, but they have their reasons, apparently.
0: And I think I pasted you those reasons, but... uh, but yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's, this game has a lot of potential, and uh, quite a few people seem to like it because the game has an FAQ out, and we were recommended this game, and Casagot go recommended this game. Yeah, yeah, like, they, we yeah. got. So this shows that the devs are actually cool. Mm. Uh, They're an they, they, smart, they, and yeah, 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 yeah. They're probably good Twitter follows because I think at S- least we, we, we're following at least one of them, and uh, yeah, so. This, this game has a lot going for it and, you know, maybe maybe the difficulties we encounter don't matter to you and you're going to play it and we're going to say it's fine. We yeah, have and we have, hu- we've given you
1: enough of an overview of how the game works. It, um, it can yeah. grab you. If it excites you, then it, it should excite you and you should be um, lining up with yeah. your friends to play it
0: immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, like, like I mentioned, there's a battle scribe for building an army. You can buy a PDF of the book. It's all fine. It's all fine. We 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 won't hold you in contempt for playing this game. There are games like that out there. This one is not one of them.
1: No, this. I like. Yeah, like I said. Um, not for us, but we can see how it works. And you know, it's not too. It's not too. It's, that's cool as fuck. I want to hear about your dumb crew and how they all like beat to death immediate. the super robot. Or oh, yeah, hold oh, on immediately to a cyber demon. Yeah.
0: Or you can do the uh, uh, indie RPG buyer thing and buying it to look at the art without any intention of ever playing it,
1: Yeah, because the art
0: know.
1: is cool. RPG classic, like, I bought this game to read in the toilet because I never get to play it.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Or play it solo, it's a solo game, and if you like yeah. it's a simple easy game, play solo, and that's completely valid as a lifestyle choice. I mean, I think it's disgusting perverted, but you know.
0: The game itself accounts accounts for uh, either playing solo or co-op because there are uh, so certain enemies uh, become stronger if you're playing co-op, or sometimes enemy spawns are more numerous if you're playing co-op. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, do that. Just play well on your on your lonesome.
1: It would be fun gameplay for solo because it's nice and simple and quick and it plays pretty fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you can do solo games, do it. Yeah. So I think that that was about as much as we had to say about Space Station Zero by Snarling Badger Games. Uh, thank for uh, thank you for sticking with us thus far. Uh, this has been Fortified Niche. Uh, me, uh, I have always been JC Dent as always and accompanied by my charming co-host Kasa. And what? As always. Uh, same, same, same. And we'll... Uh, See you all next time! Bye! Bye Bye-bye now!